welcome to another episode of Women of Virtue, Vision, Victory. I am your host, Kalina Gaines. Today's episode is entitled, Ministry Doesn't Stop. So, let's get started. There have been several places in my life where God has given me curveballs. I've, I've learned how to bet. I've, I've learned how to face those curveballs with my faith and, and my sword of the spirit. God has thrown traumatic things at me. And sometimes it's such such a gut-wrenching place that, that you truly just don't know how to process through the, those places. And you wonder, Jesus, why me? Why now? I didn't see this coming. How come you, you're throwing all these curves at me? How come you're throwing all these things at me? And you get to this place that you're just like, God, I have no clue what to do moving forward. But when you start to grow in the Lord, when you're when you're faced with trauma and tragedy, when you're faced with just curveball after curveball after curveball not knowing truly how to do it but knowing that you must continue to move forward because at the end of the day you were called for a purpose you were called to minister you were called to walk in your destiny and we all have a purpose that we must fulfill and we all must walk in our calling There have been a lot of incidences, especially over the last several years in my life that I have been like, God, Jesus, why, Lord, why you got to be so dramatic with everything when you're getting my attention? Back in February of 2020, it was a normal day for me, February 13th, 2020, normal day, got up, got my breakfast together headed to work took my computer with me because I knew I had a tutoring session two tutoring sessions later that day this was a Thursday so I had two two tutoring sessions that day that I was gonna go see the children and, and tutor them after I got off of work so I went ahead and took my computer with me so I wouldn't have to go back home little did I know while I was at work that they would take my belongings out of my apartment and put it on the side of the dumpster and evict me out of my apartment. My neighbor at the time um, called me and left me a voicemail at nine that morning. I didn't see it until almost two o'clock that afternoon because where I work at, I'm not allowed to have my phone on me. And so my phone was somewhere else it wasn't on my person so I didn't hear this and as soon as I hear this voicemail it is just the worst feeling in the world that has sunk in if you've never been through it I I hope that you never ever have to go through it 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 was that place that it just it hurt it it was what do I do now Lord But it really did not sink in until I made it to the apartment complex and saw my belongings by the side of the dumpster. I remember going to ask the apartment manager where my belongings were and the smirk 
that she had on her face like she was clearly enjoying this that hot this is what happened to you this is what you get kind of smirk on her face I remember that I remember seeing my belongings on the side of the dumpster that they, they clearly have been gone through I remember just like where's this where's this where's this it was such it, it, it felt like I was just violated my my belongings my personal things just thrown on the side of the the dumpster like I am trash that's what it felt like and I remember just trying to just gather myself and just breathe it it was that place of no words nothing to speak nothing to say and just trying to process it all of it trying to process a lot of my belongings were stolen and 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 a lot of people don't even know that I don't I don't have my belongings a lot lot of them were stolen but what was not stolen I frantically tried to find a storage unit to go put my belongings in storage And I was able to find a storage unit that was not that far from the apartment complex. And one of my church members that um, lived fairly close to me, she she came to me and she helped me to gather my belongings. And one of the church, um, a couple of the church deacons actually came to me and we used their truck and I put my belongings in in a storage unit, not knowing what was going to happen moving forward. But as I'm sitting there standing there gathering my belongings and it it was just it was a place of I heard clear as day God said I had to move you because you were not gonna move and and there's no arguing in that moment there's no but Jesus there is literally okay Lord you do what you gotta do and and it was that place of I, I didn't know my church member that that she came and helped me I spent the night at her house I knew it was only going to be for that night and I couldn't sleep that night trying to figure out my next steps but it, it was one of those the one of the worst days of my life and I knew that I needed to escape not escape from what was going on but escaping from the people and the voices and and to to be able to have a clear level head of my next moves and my next steps and I remember I made that choice for me and it was the first time in my life that I'd ever just gone to a city that I had no belong I had no clothing I, I went to a city with the clothing that was on my back that night I had I had to replace my my facial cleanser and all my, my toiletries because those were gone I mean who steals toiletries I have no clue but those were gone um and and I had to go get my medicine as well and I had just refilled my medication and they they sold my medication personally I don't know who steals high blood pressure medication because unless you have high blood pressure it does nothing for you they they stole my contacts as well and who my prescription is so weak unless you got my prescription does nothing for you there were so many things and so many items that were just like who steals these kind of things what's really going on and what really happened to these things and and it's that place of in that moment as much as I had every right to get angry the circle around me would not let me get angry all I had in my spirit was forgive 
forgive them, move forward, forgive, forgive, forgive. And and I couldn't get to that place if I hadn't taken the time out and I actually I ended up going to Augusta, Georgia. I had always wanted to go to Augusta because I had never been to Augusta. I had been through Augusta several times, but had never been purposely to Augusta. And so I, Augusta was far enough away from people, but it was close enough that if somebody needed to come to me, they could come to me. And so I chose Augusta and I went to Augusta and I spent the weekend in Augusta. This was Valentine's Day weekend. This is this this was that weekend that everybody was ooh love this, love that. And I'm in this hotel in Augusta trying to piece together my life that has just been thrown this huge curveball that was unexpected. And I remember laying in that bed in the hotel room just thinking, what am I going to do? <clears throat> remember just crying a little bit but nothing in me could just cry fully cry and get it out remember going to the metro diner and i love their waffle remember getting a waffle and and chicken strips and my wa- my waiter's name was jonathan which happens to be my older brother's name and i just remember bits and pieces of that weekend but when I came back I had somewhere that I could stay for several weeks and ended up staying for several weeks with somebody else and then just ended up just just journey like through all of that never once did not have a roof over my head and even now have not not had a roof over my head by the grace of the Lord but still had to still go to work so I remember coming back and still having to go to work. Most of my coworkers had no clue what was going on, but I still had to do work. I still had to tutor the children. I still had to continue to do my job. I still had to keep pressing forward and doing ministry and loving on people because it does not matter what I was facing. Ministry didn't stop. There were people that were depending on me, my skills, my my mind, my, my, my encouragement, they were depending on me to help them to get through what they needed to get through for that part of their journey. And I could not stop just because God throw, threw me this huge curveball, just because God gave me this, this, this very hard tragedy to process. I couldn't stop. I had to keep going. And so even though it was not an easy place to deal with, even though unless you've been through it, you truly don't understand what it felt like. I I felt so violated because for the longest time, I thought my journal was missing. My journal where I wrote my personal thoughts. I thought that was missing. I thought my my blood pressure journal where I write down my, my blood pressure and how much I weighed. I thought that was missing. They did steal my blood pressure cuff and, and my bathroom scales. And those have been replaced. But it it just felt like an utter violation and trying to process through that. But even through all of that, I kept pushing. I kept going. I couldn't quit. Even now, I have to keep pushing. I have to keep going. Even though there have been even more tragedies along the way since this incident in 2020, in, in my brain, every time I'm faced with this huge tragedy, especially what I'm dealing with right now, in, in my mind, ministry 
does not stop just because I am facing a tragedy. It does not stop. God has given me a purpose. God has given me a calling and I must fulfill it. I encourage you to have the mindset that it is not about me. It is about serving the Lord and fulfilling the call upon your life. Ministry doesn't stop. I know it hurts to go through tragedy. I know it's not easy when you are faced with adversity. I understand completely fully God has thrown me a lot of curveballs but I promise you in those places when it hurts the most that's when ministry really really happens you see amazing things come out of hurt you see amazing things that that are able to grow and thrive in those hurting places so even though I know how much it hurts, even though I understand that you want to give up in those moments, you want to throw in the towel, please, I encourage you, my sisters, to be reminded it is not about you. There are people that are dependent upon your story. There are people that are dependent upon your calling. So I encourage you, don't stop doing ministry even when you're faced with a tragedy. This has been another episode of Women of Virtue, Vision, and Victory. I am your host, Kalina Gaines. I will finish with our mantra. I am a virtuous woman full of vision and I am victorious. I hope that you say this mantra with me as I say it every single episode. Remember that you are amazing. You are valuable. You are important. You are love. Be the beautiful flower God has designed you to be. Peace.